What's going on today, everybody? This episode of Conversations with the Priestess is just an update and some highlights of some recent things that I've seen in the media. And we're just going to have a great time. Thank you all for your patience as I did not have an episode last week due to me being at convocation. We're going to get into a little bit of the happenings of convocation and what comes next for conversations with the priests and some other ventures that I am doing. So sit back, relax, and let's get into the show. All right, let's go. Come on, grab a seat and have a conversation with the priestess. Oh, pour yourself a glass of wine or some water or whatever you want. We're gonna gab it up. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Yanni T, the priestess, never your mistress. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The music that you hear me singing over is Just The Way You Are by M. Fazal. Sit back, relax. Let's get into the show. I... What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Ends with the Priestess. This is the first episode after my mini vacation at Convocation. And I must admit, it was a great time. I really enjoyed myself. It was really churchy, but I received what I needed from God and I feel much better. (laughs) And one of the reasons why I felt so much better is that many of you may have known this or may have found out via social media, but as of July the 6th at 5 p.m. Your girl is a free agent. I am employed. I'm an independent contractor for a delivery service and focusing on my creative ventures full time. I'm going back to working on music and my creative ventures, but I still have a job and I'm very grateful um, for this happening as it did. One of the many things that happened, I had put in a notice a little bit shy of a month in advance. I had already put some time in for the 7th through the 12th for convocation. And this had been in for over a month for about two months at this point. And what ends up happening, they call me on like two days before I'm scheduled to leave. And they weren't going to tell me that my time had not put in. I went and checked it myself and I called. I said, hey, what's going on this time? I said, it has religious accommodations written all over it. This is for a religious thing. And I was told that it would not be fair because I'm quitting the following week. Well, I said, when I come back, I'm working a full week after convocation. Then I'm quitting because I start my new job, which basically I'm a delivery person for one of the grocery outlets. I'm not going to tell any of my business right now, but So I said, you know what? Let me figure something out. I'll wait for you to get back to me. They never got back to me. So I waited for a good hour. I said, you know what? The six will be my last day. So I'm grateful that I did that because that was ease on my mental health. It was ease for me because there was a lot. There were a lot of things that were transpiring at the time. And I haven't really talked with it unless you're in my circle of friends or my support group. And I purposely didn't share with a whole lot of people as to what's going on because, you know, people talk and people come up with their own theories and, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. Mind you, um, uh, about a month or so ago, I had a situation where an older gentleman came in the store as if he wanted to buy a product. And I shared this before. This man comes into my store and is basically trying to get at your girl but it was on a sexual tip and 
it made me feel uncomfortable because he was basically asking to see my genitalia while I'm at work. And I have never felt so violated in my life. And I told them and I let them know that I did not feel safe working the closing shift, especially by myself. And like, what could we do even if you had to have another person? So they still had me on the closing shift and refused to do anything. So I started looking for other opportunities and boom, here I am. And I'm also I'm also revamping some things on the Patreon as well. Um, give me a few days because I'm taking some rest time because it ain't easy in these streets, right? Because I have a life, I have to rest. And right now, the space that I'm in, I'm really focusing on my mental health, looking at better opportunities and letting God guide me um, in the path that he would have me to go because I realize that where I was at is not it for me. And I, I deserve more. I desire more. I'm like Electra when she said, I always wanted more. I desired more. I need more. That's me. I need more and I want more. Therefore, I'm going to get more. And if me getting more upsets you, then I'm sorry. That's not my problem at the end of the day. I have to get things for me. I have to do what's right for me. And if you don't like me getting where I want to get, fine. And thankfully, there was no protest of me leaving. They didn't try to woo me back. I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. And that's how you have to be with people. And through this experience... I have really started speaking up. Granted, that experience drained the hell out of me. And it it did a lot towards my mental state. So now I'm recuperating from that and I'm in other opportunities. I'm not really worried about certain things at this point because I know God will provide. And that's just where I stand. But convocation was excellent. Um... Got I was able to hear testimonies and see some great things take place. Elevation, if you're familiar with a lot of um, denominations and different things, they have what they call elevation services where people are put into positions or elevated within the body of Christ in Christianity. Much like other, some religions, you know, they have their high priests and things like that. So, we had I had a great time. I went down with other church family and we had a great time on the way back. I tried to watch. I actually watched Cruella for like the third or fourth time while we were on the way back. So and also, mind you, we're coming out of the uttermost parts of Georgia. So we were going through one of the towns and they had a Trump sign. This house had a Trump sign on it. And I'm in the car with my pastor and my bishop and one of my fellow members and my, and a good friend of mine. We're all in the car. And I said, oh, I said, oh, there goes a Trump sign. So I was like, y'all know what? Let's get on through here. And the driver of the car put the pedal to the middle and we got on up out of there. And I'm like, y'all, this really looks like a sundown town. And I was like, we need to... I'm like, y'all, we need to get as far as from here as we can, you know, because I grew up in the South. I grew up in the South and the town that I grew up in at one point, it was a sundown town. If you were black, you were not to be out after sundown because they would try you. And sadly, there are still places that are sundown towns. Believe it or not, there are still sundown towns for real. 
like uh uh-uh certain places you do not want to go to after dark or be caught out because white supremacy will try you police will try you will try anything okay consult with your ancestors baby consult with your ancestors but nonetheless everything has been well and i am very excited to hear that one of my favorite actresses um you know her as Blanca from Pose. This is very pivotal. She, the incomparable MJ Rodriguez, has become the first transgender performer to pick up an Emmy nomination in a major acting category. Mm-hmm. And I'm ecstatic. She is nominated in the lead actress, in the lead drama actress category for the fierce, formidable portrayal according to Variety, mm-hmm. gotta quote my sources, um, for her portrayal of house mother, nurse, friend, matriarch, activist, an old, an, a whole entire fabulous being um, for, for her portrayal of Blanca Rodriguez on Pose. And this is her first ever attention from actually the Television Academy. And this is a very pivotal moment. And I do want to, I do want to, also advised that Billy Porter has been nominated as well for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series. Kudos to him as well and kudos to the cast of Pose. But for a girl like me, I'm excited because, honey, I'm happy to see a girl like me winning the awards that I wouldn't have dreamed of winning when I first started transitioning, when I first came out as a trans woman. And... I'm just elated from the bottom of my heart and I celebrate with her. I celebrate with Billy Porter and I'm just celebrating because this is a win for the trans, queer, non-binary community. It is a win for us all. We're out here. We're visible. We're doing the damn thing. And I'm I'm just elated. And I do want to have an honorable mention by a new, by an artist that I have just been enthralled with. And I want you all to pick up the latest album from this award-winning artist, activist, and, oh my gosh, just talented being. Look up, I need you all, and I'm going to have her website in my site, Dominique Morgan. Y'all, Go check her out. She has an album out called Pisces and E flat major. And she is just eating it. Oh my gosh. And also you can check her out as the executive director of black and pink, which works daily to dismantle the systems that perpetuate violence on LGBTQ GNC people and individuals living with HIV. Um, This, she tells her story from incarceration with a decade of change-making artistry, her advocacy. Y'all check her story out. She is very powerful. You can also find her on social media, on IG and Twitter. Everything will be posted in my show notes. So y'all please check out those show notes, okay? Y'all please check out those show notes. Those are very valuable. This is a rather short episode this time around. I don't have a whole lot to talk about, but I am going to address some things. We're going to take a quick break. Um, Here are some church announcements and let's take a break.
This episode of Conversations with the Priestess is brought to you by Maven. If you need some good human hair, good quality lace fronts, we have everything from Peruvian to Yaki, all types of styles, and you can color their hair as well. And you can order the color that you want as well. Get 20% off your offer by going to priestessbeauty.maven.com. You can get 20% off of your order when you sign up with your email to receive great deals. I tell you, for a lot of the pieces that you see me wearing on social media, that has been Maven. I love it. So y'all go ahead and get your Maven hair today. You won't be disappointed. Live, love, and be free. This episode of Conversations with the Priestess is brought to you by Casely. Casely has one-of-a-kind cases. It is an online tech accessory brand designed to bring you the boldest behavior with the boldest protection. Go on over to getcasely.com and use my discount code CASELYCWP and get 20% off of your purchase. You don't want to miss this. Please go ahead and buy it. I have a Casely case on my phone and it offers the uttermost protection. And I also have a charging case for my phone in the marble design. It works wonders and it's nothing like having a phone case where you can charge while you're on the go and still look fashionable. So take your hind parts over to getcasely.com slash CWP and get 20% off your order today. So let's jump back into the show. Live, love and be free. And we're back. We're back. So many of you all know that I love watching YouTube different videos and things like that but baby this one has taken the cake for me this is one or two videos that have taken the cake for me one of the videos that have taken the cake for me is a clip of the of the Clark sisters um in particular they are actually is back in the early 90s um and they're singing at an appreciation service. I believe if I'm not mistaken, it was Dorinda's appreciation program. And they're singing, may the Lord God bless you real good from Twinkies, from Twinkies, the masterpiece album from 96. So it's about the mid, about the mid to late nineties, actually. So I'm sitting there listening to it and they break down the melodies. They be like, Ooh, bless you. And I've been listening to that video for a while, but this week it has really done something for me. So y'all go check that out. Just look up Bless You Real Good by Twinkie Clark and you'll find the video. I'm sorry, but that's my song. But the other one that has taken me out was the Karen video of this woman in Got Doggone Victoria's Secret. So this viral video of Abigail Epchick, who's this white woman, shows a classic example of a white woman using her tears, using all kind of conditions for piss poor behavior. So in the video, we see her swatting at a woman who is a black Muslim Nigerian woman by the name of Ijeoma Yukenta. And I'm praying that I pronounce this right. If you are listening and I did not pronounce your name correctly, please help me. Please help me. I don't want to get that wrong. But she throws one of the most embarrassing tantrums against Miss Ukenta. So this happened in Short Hills Mall in Milburn. And it's a a six part video on TikTok. This woman is like, um, 
like, girl, did you just really just try to hit me? And you can see her attacking this woman and the woman goes crazy. And this is bits and pieces of a 20 minute video. So this woman has a whole meltdown. At first, she's like yelling at the woman. And then she, when she realizes that she's being recorded, she starts crying and like, oh, you're hurting me. I'm having a mental breakdown. Then after that, she's still yelling at the woman, starts chasing the woman. Then she falls down like she's having a seizure and violently shaking and crying. And the whole time in this 20 minutes, you don't see them trying to escort her out the store, anything. And then fellow Karen trying, attempting to diffuse the situation says, well, just leave her alone. Get away from her. But if you see the video, the woman is clean across the store and the other woman is still attacking her and then proceeds to chase her around the store. Well, police were eventually called and they basically got the Karen side of the story and sided with the Karen and the woman Miss Yukinta went and made a report. All of this is in the video. Made a report because the police didn't want to listen to her. Um, they didn't get her side. And the woman is telling them, I have video evidence. I have all of this. Now the video is going viral and the police are looking stupid. But the officer that was talking to her tries to gaslight her really didn't want to hear it because he feel like she did do something. But when the video clearly says something else and there's no doubt in my mind that they've seen the freaking video because it's all over the Internet. And this goes to show how piss poor police handle it when white women cry and get their way. We see this with so many other Karens. And like I said last week, the Karen that um, claimed I yelled at her when I corrected her about my pronouns, like, girl, you disrespected me. So I corrected you in a nice way because I don't want to be known as the angry black woman. And that's just plain and simple. And if if Miss Yukinta had a hit that woman or defended herself, she would have been looking like the aggressor as per usual. And it's it's just wild. And granted, I did laugh at this video, like for real. But honey, you try to blame someone else for your mess. And this is funny to me. This is funny to me, like, mm mm mm. And the fact that this woman is trying to use her condition for her assaulting someone, basically, it's funny shit to me. It really is. So, you know what? I pray that Miss Yukinta really gets the justice that she deserves um, and that, you know, that she gets her just due in the due process like for real like I'm just over these cameras honey they do the most but it's in their nature they feel entitled to do it so you know just as long as you don't come to me I ain't got to get you together honey because you know your girl will get you right together and I have no qualms about it at all not at all not at all so we're just gonna let the cameras live and do them but in other news, this is very sad um, in the entertainment industry. And y'all know I hate, I hate doing this. But on today, sadly, rapper Biz Marquis, known for his hit song, Just a Friend, has passed away at the age of 57. Um, he was not alone. He was with his wife. His cause of death has not yet been revealed. But a few weeks ago, he had been hospitalized for an undisclosed condition at the time. Um, however, he did peacefully pass away and he created a legacy uh, with a career that spanned over 35 years with his jokes, frequent banter, vibrant personality. And we best know him 
for beatboxing. This New York City rap icon has set a trail in the music industry. Like he, mm -mm -mm. growing up in New York, he performed at colleges in DC, Maryland, Virginia, Pennsylvania, where he gained recognition for his work. And in 1988, he released his first album, Going Off. And he won so many accolades and he's been a figure in music history, in entertainment, in TV, movies. You see his influence with the beatboxing. And I salute you, soldier. Well done. You brought us great innovation to the music industry. And from one artist, I got to give kudos to him. Thank you for being an inspiration to us. You can hear his music sampled in various places. So God bless his family. I'm praying for them. They have my condolences. Uh, my prayers really go out to them. So we're going to take a quick break. So y'all live, love, and be free. We'll be right back. Mic me, mic me up. I need my mic up. Mic me, mic me up. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> uh, so y'all, we're back. We're black. We're queer. We're treads. We're everything. And we're here, motherfuckers. Okay, so I have a lot on my mind that I want to share in this segment called Priestess Wisdom. But I'm going to start with this first and I may piss a lot of people off. I may piss some girls off. Oh, well, that's my nature to piss everybody off. So who gives a fuck? So many of you all know that I do what I can within my power right now um, to help the communities that I'm a part of black, queer or trans as much as possible. I try to attend as many events and things and due to work and me being an adult sometimes I don't have that the availability or the time to go to certain functions to go to certain events however everyone is not meant to to take on the role as an as an activist as far as being on the front line that's not everybody's job if we were all on the front lines nothing would get done Everybody would be too busy on the front lines. That's why you need people working behind the scenes, people that can spread the word about different events, different things, or using your platforms to educate others. That's how you can also be effective in the community and also being a beacon of light to those in your community. Me being a trans woman and I'm just now getting to a certain, another place in my transition, I have a lot of beginning those that are beginning to transition asking me questions or people that are seeking knowledge about how to address how to treat everything about being trans that they may not understand how to set boundaries what trans is and is not how trans can be articulated in different ways however you do it it doesn't have to be for clout. It doesn't have to be to get recognized. And I've seen a lot of people taking on the hat of activists, but they're doing it for fucking clout. You don't really see them doing anything at the communities or anything. And you know, everything that you do don't have to be videotaped or talked about. It's a lot of things that I've done in the community. And I don't necessarily share pictures or anything like that. I just do the work and go on about my business because, again, I'm not in it for clout. 
I'm in it because I want to make the world a better place for future generations, the generations after me, even sometimes for the generations before me. Because sometimes we forget, we fucking forget about those those that came before us that actually fought for us to have the rights that we have now. This is why I'm adamant about respecting our elders. They set the stage for us. And even if you don't go out to the protest often, if you have a platform, use it to tell people about your community. Or if you know resources, share those resources. Or if you are a resource, be the resource. Whatever you can do, don't let anyone make you feel bad because you're not on their level. You're not supposed to be on their level. You were not meant to be on their level. You are meant to be in the place God has designed for you. And if you and if you find yourself faithful over the small area, you can expand. There is always room for expansion. Another way that you can help other people in the communities talk about your experience, share your experience with others. It may reach one person, but you've made a change in that community by reaching that one person. And not to toot my own horn, but I've had so many people come up to me and have thanked me for simply being a podcaster or simply writing what I write, doing my thug fizzle, you know, talking about real shit when it comes down to being black, queer and trans and being in the church and it's helped so many people and I'm thankful and grateful to be a guide to those so this is how I do my work and I'm not saying this bragging but whatever you can find yourself doing do it you don't have to do it like anybody else baby sometimes you can just educate people let people know correct folks when you see your brother or sister or your sibling getting misgendered giving people tips on how to deal with family members we're all in this together and it's no little eyes and big U's. so you know it's all about how you do it but make sure that it's not for clout please make sure that it's not for clout that's all I'm gonna say make sure it's not for clout Mm -mm. because I am not a token to anyone in the community or outside of the community I will never forget I did a pride celebration during the summer and a council person it was actually a council person or a mayor wanted a picture with me and I took the picture and she was talking to me about pose but I can tell she didn't know anything about what it was about and number two it was like she, they just rushed me to get the picture because, oh, it's a trans woman. We're at Pride. Make it look good. I get that you have to sell the product, but stop using trans people as a token for what you're building. Be sincere about that shit. Be very sincere about that shit because that shit gets on my nerves. It gets on my fucking nerves and I can't stand that shit. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Don't use me as a token. And I went through that at my job to where the only reason why I was there, I was the token trans girl that was bringing the money in. And I didn't like that at all. I did not like that. It's like, mm-mm. no, treat me with respect. Like treat me like you actually value me. 
and not treat me like shit, but you need my services. Like, come on. And it's annoying. I hate it to my core. But you know what I did? Because of the fact that they didn't respect me, baby, I let them know I respect myself and my mental health enough to say goodbye. Goodbye. I don't I don't need the stress in my life. And you know, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. Like for real. But also I'm I'm at a place now where I have to cut anything that's not benefiting me off. I don't care if it's family, friends, or close relatives or whomever if you are causing any kind of negative effect in my life then you gotta go you gotta go you 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 gotta go you you gotta go you gotta get up out of my life because my peace is important mm-hmm. my 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 peace is important and my peace is too sanctified too holy for you to come and disrupt and I had to I had to cut off someone that was dear to me because of a situation that they created and it hurt it hurt to cut them off when I tell you I cried I cried on a Sunday morning because I had to let this person go and it hurt me to my heart and it allowed me to minister from that place because I wanted what was best for this person. But one thing, you can't help everybody. You can't help everybody and you can't save everybody. So sometimes you do have to cut people off because they're no longer beneficial to your life. Their junk is fucking your life up. Their junk is tearing up everything in your life. So you got to let them go. And sometimes you'll be tempted to let them back in. But don't let them back in because at the end of the day it's going to cause more harm than good. If you keep letting that person back in, you can't let everybody into your circle. You can't let everybody into your life. Some people you just have to let go and just call it a day. But you have to take that time to grieve so that you can heal from whatever that situation was. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You have to let go of every sin and weight that so easily besets you because it it will and it can kill you if you let it. And that's all I'm saying. You have to you have to let people go. And it may not be what you want to happen, but it's necessary. And I stand as a testament that whenever I needed to cut people off and I cut them off for good, my life was so much better. I didn't have to deal with the rigmarole. I didn't have to wonder if somebody really loved me or if they were just after me for what I could do for them. So sometimes you have to let people know where they stand in your life and it may hurt in the process, but you'll feel better. You'll see a change in your life when you cut people off. Let go of that job. It is okay to let things go. 
So I want to leave you all with that tidbit of wisdom. I'm working and revamping this podcast so much now that I have more time. And again, thank y'all so much. Y'all can support this podcast by hitting up my PayPal, my Venmo, my Cash App, or my Apple Pay. So this helps keep the lights on and helps me do bigger things. And I donate to other transgender organizations and things like that. So I'm revamping some things. So y'all live, love, and be free. Smooches. Conversation with your girl, the preach dad.